Hello everyone and thank you so much as always for clicking on this podcast and this particular episode of Joe Blogs about films, whether you're a first-time listener or a long-time listener. Like I say in every episode, it means the world. Thank you for clicking, for spinning, for sharing. Whatever it is, just thank you very, very much. It's time to return to the weird and wonderful and wacky world of Roald Dahl as we have yet another Wonka film that has dropped in cinemas. Directed by Paul King, who has done tremendous work with Paddington and also The Mighty Boosh, because what a throwback The Mighty Boosh is. And this time in the title role is Timothy Chalamet, who, let's be honest, he is becoming a big, big household name of late. And him playing Wonka is only going to make that name even bigger among so many audience members of all ages. Now, growing up, the original Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory was on quite a lot in our house, if I remember correctly. My mum loved it, my sister adored it, and so it was just a film that seemed to be played over and over. It's kind of up there with like Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and stuff like that, for, for like nostalgia anyways. And not that I had any issues with those films being overplayed and overplayed, because I too found, you know, the original Willy Wonka film incredibly immersive and just awe-inspiring, you know, wanting to be a part of that world, wanted to go to that chocolate factory, you know what I mean? Like, seeing all of that in all its glory was just absolutely outstanding, and the performance too from Gene Wilder in that original is nothing short of remarkable, and it's it's why I always, <laughs> whenever they announce a new Wonka film, I just start to like eye roll and just think, well, here we go again, here we go again. We know that remakes, sequels, recalls are just a given these days, and as much as I don't always agree with sequels. You know, I can give and take, you know, should a sequel be deserved or is a worthy follow-up, but that doesn't always happen, you know, and we've seen it time and time again. But with this Wonka story, I again find myself just a little bit, like, confused as to why it was even made. Um, I do like that the film is designed to stand on its own feet and not be, like, a direct prequel to the original story or film. But I, I didn't go in, you know, thinking it was going to be that kind of prequel. I just wanted to go in thinking, yeah, it's going to be its own thing. It's a origin story, so to speak. And we're just going to kind of explore a different side of Wonka. And that did definitely help getting through this film. Because if this was, like, supposed to be a, a prequel directly, you know, to the classic, I think my thoughts on this would be a lot harsher. <laughs> and I'm not saying that it is worst of the worst. It's just that... It's just another origin story that, for me, that doesn't add anything, just personally. I, I, we don't need an origin story for Wonka, if I'm being honest. But, you know, with big names such as this and big IPs such as this, it brings in bums in seats, brings money to the studios. So here we are again with yet another character that's just been thrown on the big screen and gone, we'll just see if that sticks. And that's pretty much what I'm going to talk about with this film. There's positives and negatives, obviously, but we're talking, obviously, Wonka on this podcast, which is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, as to rss.com. Jump onto Facebook, onto Instagram, give us a like and a follow on there by searching Joe Blogs About Films. If you could, too, hit the notification button, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast from, that would be awesome. And finally, leave us a review on Apple, Spotify, wherever. Just hit those five stars, four stars, whatever stars. I don't mind. Just leave a review. That, too, would be absolutely grand. Chocolatier Willy Wonka's dream of starting his own confectionery shop is chock-blocked by an evil trio of conniving businessmen. First things first, I want to stress that yes, I know this film is aimed at a younger demographic, whilst also leaning into that nostalgia that older audience members will have towards the title character. They tick all of that, and it does have its moments of good fun, but overall, like I was leaning to, I genuinely found this title a little flat, and dare I say a tad dull, which is a little bit, some people might think that's strange, thinking it's a musical, it's all song and dance, but there's just something about it that I was like, 
it just didn't grip me. It just didn't get me in at all. I think, again, it's down to the fact that it's just another character that they've taken and gone, right, we'll just create like this story and just see if it works. You know, the main things I took away from it in terms of positives mainly were sets and costumes. Like, all of that were absolutely fantastic. And even the musical numbers, I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it, but the actual dance and choreography and this and that, they all looked great as well. But I, I thought that in terms of a set, it, it really brought this world to life. And as I say, the costume as well, like Wonka's outfit, it looked really great. It's an iconic look in its own right, so you cannot get that wrong. And they didn't, you know what I mean? Thankfully, they didn't. And I quite liked that Wonka was just essentially a magician that just happened to be a chocolatier as well, like constantly pulling stuff out of his of his top hat just over and over, which is a great quirk and, and one that did bring in a few laughs. And in terms of his costume as well, my wife is like a big, big, big Liberty fan and she is adamant that Wonka is wearing Liberty fabric as part of his like neckerchief or whatever. Again, I'm sure that will be confirmed, but still, like we've just been talking there, the costumes and all of it, the whole setup and everything, it felt like its own world, it was great world building, that too was a great, great positive for me. But in terms of the actual performance, though, like, Chalamet is a great actor, like, I'm just quite undecided about his portrayal, because at some times when he was playing Wonka, I thought he was excellent, like, outright excellent, and then other times, I thought he was awful. So, like, there is that warmth there and charm for his character, but like the small outbursts of eccentricity just didn't always land. It was a very mismatched performance at times for me that when he shines, it really did shine bright. But other than that, I just don't know. Like I'm very undecided about how I felt about it. And there's a really lovely dynamic though between he and this young orphan played by Calla Lane, who's called Noodle. They form a great team, great duo, bond together to take down the bad guys within this city. And that's very wholesome, very wholesome. There's a lot of scenes between the two of them, especially where like Noodle expresses that she's never had chocolate before, much to Wonka's disbelief. And from here onwards, the two just never let up and really become a team to root for throughout this frustrating ordeal of them not being allowed to make or sell chocolate due to the chocolate cartel, we should say. Now, these three businessmen, this cartel, Slugworth, Prodnos, and Fickle Gruber, played by Patterson Joseph, Matt Lucas, and Matthew Bainton, respectively, they're just your average cartoon villains. You know, there's, there isn't much to them at all, other than they are big chocolate men of the world and no one else can sell chocolate as they'll lose profit. And as usual, the rich keep being rich. And if you're poor, then that's that's your fault. The poor will continue to be poor. That's not a criticism in terms of them being cartoon villains. In a film like this, when it's aimed at that younger demographic, the villains don't necessarily need to have any grand gesture or plan, do they? It can literally be as basic as it is, which this Wonka film does that and it delivers well for the most part with those characters and they even get a rather catchy musical number near the opening of the film which does get your toes tapping again that was very much fun but just while we're talking about the musical numbers here this is obviously a musical and as musicals go they go full on with that but I have to say that I was a little bit disappointed with the songs in here the most memorable song is the one that we all know from the original which yes I know that's easy to say when we hear pure imagination time and time again. But I honestly thought that there would be some other stuff in here that that would stand out over, you know, more recent musicals that we've had. You know, there's some okay songs, but I can only really think of one other song other than pure imagination where, like, it was as memorable, like a, a memorable catchiness that invoked from, like, a, a laundrette sequence, you know, which side of the, the hotel where one could reside in this, that, and the other. 
that that was fine. That, that you know what I mean. But I just can't really remember anything else about the songs. And a quick side note as well, just while we talk about musical stories, that I'm not the biggest musical fan at all. Like I really don't care for them, like in any great deal. But I do love the ones that do stand out or surprise me. And I, I do think that sadly this isn't one of those. But they do really give it a good crack. So I'll give them a tip for that. I think that my main negatives come from just how I felt about the overall story. There's a lot of good pockets here and there. However, I don't really know just how interesting a character like Wonka is without his chocolate factory. Like in the original and obviously with Tim Burton's, Wonka felt like an extension to the weird and wackiness that was his chocolate factory. He was the face of it all, so to speak. So if you take the main component away and we have no chocolate factory, I just don't see how the film can ever strive, you know? There is a very cool sequence where Wonka unveils his shop and everything is made from chocolate, which, yeah, this is really great because that is what we expect from a Wonka film. Not him locked in a hotel or wherever it is that's been run by Olivia Colman, who was great, by the way, and then him trying to escape all of that just so that he can make chocolate and defeat the bad guys. Like, I just... That, for me, is not what I want from a Willy Wonka film, but... I wouldn't really know what else you could do with the character, which then again comes back to what I was saying earlier when I was like, do you even need this film? There just seems to be an awful lot of like fluff and padding in the film to make up for the fact that they, they're they trying to sell an original tale, an original story without a chocolate factory in it. And I absolutely respect that. However, it just didn't work for me personally. And I'm not saying that, again, they should have just done another remake and do that again. But personally, for me, like if we're looking at the Wonka character... I don't think they should have. I don't think studios should have ever touched this character again because we already had the perfect Wonka film back from, back in 1971. Just leave it as it is. You know what I mean? But my final point, and this is a positive. This is a very big positive. This is the biggest positive of the entire film, is that Hugh Grant as the Umpalumper was absolutely fantastic. The best part of this film. I know there was a lot of controversy surrounding this casting and you know this and that, but all that aside. His character is not in a great deal of the film, but every scene he is in is absolutely fantastic. It's so memorable. That was just a nice bonus. If anything, you do sit there thinking, why Why is there not a lot more Oompa Loompa in this? Again, there just seem to be just a, a lot of different shifts in the focus. I know it's a Wonka origin story. He wants to fulfill his dreams. He wants to make his mum proud. I get it. I understand what they're going for. Just didn't work for me. Overall, you know, the the film is wacky and it is wonderful, but, you know, there are flaws in there. There are elements in here that are really great, but overall, I just came out completely disappointed with this latest take on the character. And I'm sure they may return to this world and do a number of sequels, but I don't think I'm going to be in a great rush to see the next one, should they do so. Do you know what I mean? Because I just, yeah, just didn't gel. But like I say, each to their own. I have seen so many good reviews for it. I appreciate that it is not every, not going to be everyone's cup of tea and some people are going to absolutely adore it. For me, just leave Wonka alone, man. <laughs> I, just, I think we've had enough Wonka for our fill, you know? Let me know your thoughts if you've seen Wonka. Keep in touch on the socials, all that jazz. Thank you as always for listening. Until the next episode, take care.